0: Namaste, welcome to Buddha's Teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I like to pay respect to the Triple Gems. I like to pay respect to the Buddha, I like to pay respect to the Dhamma. and I like to pay respect to the Sangha. Hello again everybody. Hope everyone is doing okay, doing fine, and making progress in your practice of your daily dharma, your daily life. In any way, I just need to, I just want to point out something, point out the difference between paying respect and taking refuge. Okay, there are people who, so, who sort of like uh, confuse a little bit between the two. What's the difference between paying respect to the triple gems and what is it that what is taking refuge in the triple gems? What's the difference between the two? Okay, so there's a little difference but um depending on how you want to interpret uh, them, taking refuge in the triple gems right so the word the uh, taking refuge take when we take refuge under whatever it is uh, we we seek uh, some kind of protection. We seek some kind of comfort from something, right? So, for example, let's say we are walking in the in summertime, which is like right now, um, it's hot. The temperature goes up into 80s and 90s or 100s you know, in, in different countries. And when you're out in the sun, it's hot. And then you look for shade. Right. So there's big trees or whatnot and you go under the the big tree. You go into under the sh- you know, into the shade. Under the shade of the of the trees. And immediately when you step into the shade, uh you feel the relief, you feel uh the cool. Right? So in that moment you are taking refuge from the heat. You're taking refuge under the tree. Right? You're taking refuge from the tree. So the tree is your is your umbrella, is uh you provide you shade uh makes you feel better. So that's what taking refuge means, right? you you uh you you depend. You're looking for something else to make you feel better. Okay, um physically under you know, for under the tree, you know, you you cool off. Or even, you know, let's say you take refuge from the summer heat, you go into the water to cool off. Things like that. So that's basically that's taking what taking refuge means. You're seeking some kind of uh, help, some kind of protection from something. So when, when we take refuge in the triple gems, that means we are seeking um, a shade, we are seeking comfort, we seeking the something that is better for for our life from the triple gems which are the the Buddha, the Dharma and the Sangha, right? So we are seeking protection, we are seeking help, okay, from the from the three um things that we uh, refer to as triple gems, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. So, in that sense, and a lot of people misunderstand that. So, okay, we are depending on the Buddha, right? We're taking refuge under the Buddha. For a lot of people, they think that, you know, to take refuge under the Buddha, which m- means that, you know, we they want to depend on the Buddha to help them, right, to help them to have a better life, to have a better whatever um situation that, you know, they have. So to depend on the Buddha, what people do, what they do is they go to the temple or they go to the altar in their home or whatnot and uh, light the incense and they pray, okay? Oh, Lord Buddha, please help me this. Please help me from uh, uh, this uh, unfortunate things. Oh, the, oh, Lord Buddha, please uh, help my family or help my business. Um, to, to, uh, to do better, to make a lot of money, um, Lord Buddha helped me from, uh, uh, to recover from the sickness, um, and so on and so forth. Okay. Um, so that's one way that most, uh, a lot of people, many, many people, um, look at it, That by, with the with the meaning of the, with, with the word taking refuge in the Buddha, meaning depending on the Buddha to help them. And by, by way of praying and worshipping. Okay. um. So there are, I mean, for, for, I think for pretty much all the different sects of uh, Buddhism, Mahayana or uh, Theravada or any uh, or other um branch of Buddhism there are many uh Buddhists who misunderstand that word taking refuge okay so and because of that um they just take upon themselves um as in in the form of uh, worship in the form of having um, blind faith just like um you know uh looking at the buddha as as a as some kind of uh, god that they can worship to or pray to so in that sense it's not any different. You know, it's not any different from other uh, religions um, in in the world. Um, other religions, I don't have to uh, to say the name of different religions because pretty much um, they just say uh, believe in God, have faith in God, and God will help you, will protect you. And uh God will uh take care of you, and after this life, uh, you will be in heaven with God, right? So in a sense, it's pretty much the same thing. So, for a lot of Buddhists, this is what they think. That, you know, they, they just happen to be born in a Buddhist country, and the tradition has been passed on to them, and what they do is, you know, as if you would depend, if you worship, if you pray to the Buddha, to the Triple Gems, then you'll be uh, safe, you're good, okay, or if you so so not and the other one is when you take refuge in the triple gems meaning also you know taking refuge with the monks but the sangha so you pray to the monks and the monk just chant some uh whatever words you know give you blessing and then that's all there is to it and you're good you see That's what a lot of, uh, that's the mindset of a lot of uh, Buddhists, of a lot of people um, who were born, who were born in the Buddhist country, and that's how they believe. They believe that taking refuge, meaning depending, okay, depending on, on the triple gems, depending on the Buddha, depending on the Dharma and the Sangha which is the, the, the community, the, the community of, of, uh, the monks, okay? So, a lot of people, they worship and pray, they light the incense and the candles, uh, in front of the Buddha statue. They bow to the Buddha statue and they pray. And that's what they think that just, that's what, uh, Buddhism is all about um, praying to the Buddha statue. That's what they mean. That's what it means by taking refuge under the Buddha. And when they go, uh, uh, to uh, bow in front of the monks and uh, offer the monks food and everything else that uh, they, you know, they can do, And then the monks give them blessing. And most of the time in Pali language that they, in Pali words that they don't understand, they just take it upon themselves. That that is what Buddhism is all about. That's what the word taking refuge in the Sangha means. Just go there and, you know, get together and, Offer, do the offering, do the chanting, and that's it. So, because of that, most of the people do not really understand what uh, the Buddha's teaching is all about. Okay, and yes, of course, when people, there, there are people who learn to recite the five precepts. Okay, to, to uh, the uh, the code of conduct, the morality, okay, the uh, the commandment in a way that uh, the the sangha uh, had taught them, have taught them for many many times. Every time they go to the temple, the monks would always uh, recite um, the same thing about uh do not kill. Do not steal, right? Do not uh, drink. Do not. Uh, um. Do not um. Practice, um, wrong relationship with other women. You know, um. This, they Do not drink, right? So the those five things that uh the monks often well not often every time you, you you we Buddhists go to the temple, the monks would always um remind them or 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 recite or chant that uh that lesson to them, and they would repeat after the monks okay, and that's it i mean another word you you know People go to the temple to learn the same lesson. It's almost, um, it's, it's almost like you know you you, so, people go to the temple. To go to learn the same lesson over and over for. Their entire life. Okay, just go to the temple, and recite after the the monks. The monks say, "Ah, uh, panata pata So, right, that's the first um, commandment, uh, do not kill, and then after that, um, you know, do not steal, do not lie, right, do not uh, 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 do the adultery things, do not drink, you know, those five things, over and over again every time they go to the temple. And yet, after that, everything is, when it's done, people come back home, nothing's changed, right? After they pray at the temple, after worship at the temple, after the incense was lit, lit, after the offering of the flowers, after the offering of the light of the candle, and all that, Okay? And that which makes them feel good for a for you know um a little bit of time, they come back home sit. Um, they have to come back to reality of life, okay, and there they go, same issue over again, fight, argument um. Um even people you know go back to do the drinking, go back to do the killing, um lying, um you know uh gossiping, and all that stuff okay and people keep keep doing that over and over every year, right year in and year out their entire life, and when they come back. They still argue, then fight, okay, Uh, with families, with spouse, with workers, treat each other badly, uh, look down at people, jealousy, and all that. Everything back to just normal stuff. And then when it's time to to, uh, go to the temple, Maybe people go to the Buddhist temple a few times a year and there they go again, right? To uh, worship the Buddha and, and, you know, taking, they say, oh, I'm taking a refuge in the Triple Gems. So, in another word, I'm sorry to say, for many, many Buddhists, They don't learn what the Buddha taught. Okay, and it's unfortunate. Okay, um, that they have such a a, an amazing treasure in Buddhism, in Buddha's teaching. What the Buddha actually taught is something that is so precious. But they can never. benefit from it. Okay? Um, so, the, it, it's another, another word. This is a big misunderstanding when it comes to taking refuge in the Triple Gems. Okay? Taking refuge in the Triple Gems. In order to take refuge properly, in the Triple Gems, we have to understand what the Buddha actually taught. Not depending on the Buddha statue, okay, not worshipping and praying to the Buddha statue or just to the monks and hope and, and thinking that we are doing something good and we are receiving some kind of uh, marriage from good activities when we do the offering. That's a really big misunderstanding for the Buddhist community. Sorry to say that because I used to be one of them. Right? I was one of the people who misunderstood what Buddhism was all about. So am I, who am I to blame? I'm not blaming anyone because this is the tradition that's passed on and it's buried. The, the, the real teaching is, is buried underneath all the ceremonies, all the celebration. Okay, all the decoration, uh, all the 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 noise, okay. The real teaching is buried deep. And nobody, uh, well, not nobody, most of the people can uh, never get to understand or or uh, actually benefit from the teaching at all. Okay, and. Most people just have blind faith that uh, by worshipping, by lighting uh, incense, uh, you know, doing the offering, they say that is what the Buddha, what Buddhism is all about. So, as most of you who have been um, following my podcast, I think you know and you have a, a, a much better idea of what Buddha's teaching is all about, right? So when we take refuge in the Triple Gems, we actually do the study. It means we're depending on Buddha's teaching, the teaching of the Buddha, what the Buddha actually taught, what is it? Okay. Just remember during Buddha's time the Buddha never uh called people go to worship him to all oh, come and depend on me I will uh, uh relieve you you know from your suffering no the Buddha teach us to understand our own mind Okay the Buddha teaches us the truth of the body, the truth of nature, the reality of the ultimate realities of everything. that’s what the Buddha taught. and that is the Dharma and that we need to depend on. We need to depend on the teaching itself and so that we can we really learn from it, we can extract the juice out of it that benefits us. Right that benefits us that make the our life better not it not the other way that go to pray, not go to worship this that's not the teaching the teaching is it's just like you know for for right now most people they go from year after year the entire life it's just like they never go up in the grade, they stuck in the elementary class from year in and year out they never progress. Okay? They never progress. The teaching, once you understand, then you make progress. You understand about what? You understand about your own mind. Because that's what the teaching is all about. In order for us to become, uh, to have a better life, to have a a better uh, um, uh, environment, it, everything start from within, okay see that's the teaching, and that is is uh, what taking refuge means taking refuge meaning to 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 depending on the teaching of the Buddha okay so the Buddha himself he's already went into parinirvana. nirvana, we all know that. Okay, the statue is just a statue. You know, wooden statue, marble statue, cement statue. It's just a, you know, a, a, a statue that reminds us of who he was. But the Buddha is gone. Okay, um, you know, the people who probably think that, oh, the Buddha is somewhere, that you pray to him. You see, that's a misconception. The Buddha is gone. He entered pari, pari, Nirvana. okay, done, gone, okay? The same as other enlightened uh, disciples of the Buddha, okay, who went to different parts of the world, who um, went to China, went to uh, uh, different parts of Asia, okay, east, south, west, uh, whatnot. But they have entered uh, Parik nirvana. They are gone. Okay? They are not to be worshipped. I mean, that's why, for me, once you understand, you can respect, pay respect. It's just like you pay respect to the, your teacher. When you go to school, okay, you th- the teacher teach us something, teach you something that you can use it um to to make your life better let's say in the an academia we learn whatever that we learn in school okay and we use that knowledge to um to to uh to make a living see that's beneficial if we don't go to school then we we can't do anything because we don't know how right so we learn skill and and the the teacher or the master who taught us and then after after we learn from them we we respect we pay respect to them you know we we thank them we say oh thank you for teaching me right uh, because of you you know i can earn my living through that knowledge okay so there are good teachers out there who care and taught and and teach the student um you know what to do, about, you know, uh, to do whatever, math, physics, or in com- computer, or in coding, or in, in uh, medical field, and all different kinds of stuff, right? There, we, we all have mentors, and paying respect, meaning we, we say, thank you. you know, thank you for teaching me that, for showing me um, the way to, to do things like that. And you turn around, you use that knowledge to make a living out of it. You see? So that for me that's why I always say I would like to pay respect to the triple gems. Because after understanding what the Buddha taught, it I I can actually benefit from the teaching, right? You don't I don't just go and chant the same thing over and over again. Um, you know, there's no need for me to go back to, uh, um, in this country here we call first grade or kindergarten, um, I, I have advanced into, um, and into other levels, okay? But for a lot of people, they stuck in first grade, okay? Saying the same thing over and over again, never progress because they never understand what Buddha's teaching is all about. So it is, it is very important to understand that, the word, um, taking refuge, right? So what exactly that uh, people are taking refuge? You know, we ask them, and that's, you know, unfortunately, taking refuge? To most other people it's just to pray and worship and that's all that and that's all and they think that by taking refuge by doing that kind of uh, ceremonies and and you know celebration they are good you know they have built their they have built the merit um so that that that's a big uh, that's a big uh, unfortunate thing that uh, a lot of people have been doing and have been practicing, but they never get to imp- to to taste the, the the goodness of of the Dharma. Okay, they never get to uh, to, to to appreciate what the teaching is all about and as we all know the teaching buddha's teaching is very very profound depending on the, the level of our understanding okay the more you understand the more we understand about the buddha's teaching the the more uh, we can benefit from and the better our mind uh state becomes. Okay. We become less attached, become less uh cringy, less moody and more open, uh become more love, have more compassion and less uh clinging, see all kind all things like that. And the more you understand the 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 the, the lighter you feel. So depending on where you're at, okay, um, once you, when you embark, when you embark on the right path, which is the, the, uh, the noble path, right, the Eightfold Noble Path, once you embark on the right path, and you see clearly, that, that, uh, it is the path that you need to take, okay, and without, um, trying, because when you once once you have a realization that, that the path don't I don't that you don't have to be under pressure to do to take up the path because you come to this the same realization yourself as the Buddha thought that that is the right path for one. Uh, to walk, okay um, so when you realize the path for yourself, it becomes uh, it becomes easy it's not it's, it's not stressful uh, it's you're not under pressure anymore because there is a realization within you that this path here is the path that I need to walk without a- anyone need to push me to tell me that hey, you need to walk the, the noble path. Okay? You become, you realize yourself for yourself that it is the right path. See? It's different. So that's why we need to understand taking refuge meaning we have to uh, when you take refuge meaning that we have to study okay so the period of study uh, depends on uh, each individual we need to investigate the Dharma what the Dharma uh, taught. what the Dharma say and what is it and then you analyze it, and you practice it. And just like I mentioned, it's about our mind, right? So everything happens inside us. See, we are our own laboratory. This is where the biggest experiment is going on. It's inside of us. That's what Buddha's teaching is all about. Okay? So once you find that once you discover that inside you and you know okay yeah this is the path toward better life this is the path toward better future this is the right path toward better living see you become whole with yourself and ultimately you are the, the, the teaching will point you to take refuge under yourself. Okay? That's the ultimate. Okay? The ultimate is after you understand all this, the refuge is within. You are taking refuge within yourself. Meaning, you taking refuge you becoming, understand your very own existence, your very own mind. Because that's, after all, that's what most, what it is. It is this mind that is, that makes us comprehend everything, right? Within or without. So, it's all about the mind. It's all about this. You are hearing. That's what it is, right? Right now, you're hearing. Isn't it? That's what it is. You are seeing. That's what it is. It's about that. You see? It's happening within. That is the teaching. Okay? That is the teaching. So once you become what it is which is right here and now that is happening, that is you, that is listening, that is experiencing the entire cosmos through the five sense doors Plus the sixth sense within you. Right? Mano. That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. And once you understand this incredible function of the whole thing, which is the sixth sense, okay, the function. That makes you who you think you are, you become whole with yourself. You see? That's what it's all about. Okay? That's what it's all about. It's not about anything superstitious anything out there. It's all about you within and without. See? We are within and without. If there is nothing out, there's nothing in. And if there's nothing in there, there's nothing out. We are within and without. Both. Okay? And that makes us whole. So, an example, and as we all know, we all have issues in our life due to two things, right? Dukkha, the first noble truth. We have suffering in the physical uh, body, sickness, disease, and all that, and the the sickness of the mind, right? Uh, def- uh, defiled mind, uh, mental disorder. Uh, mental sickness, which is due to uh, ignorance, right? And as we all know, ignorance is the default mode of every single one of us. Okay, when we are all born, we are born ignorance. Okay, that is the default mode, and it is up to us to. Realize to liberate ourselves from that ignorance from the default mode. Okay, and just like the Buddha stated, this realm of the, the human realm is the only realm that can realize nirvana. Okay. Because this realm, we experience both wholesome and unwholesome. And we can see um, the, 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 the good and bad, the things in between, and also the things in the middle. This is the only realm that a being can see nirvana. Not other realms. Other realms, they are too extreme. Either too extreme to the unwholesome side, or too extreme to the wholesome side, even. So when you are extreme, go to far left or far right, you can see Nirvana. Okay? There are realms in Buddhist teaching that, uh, you know, higher realm or lower realm. They cannot see Nirvana. Well, let me take that back a little bit. There are some realms, a higher, higher realm, above the heavenly realm, like the Brahma realm. Can, they can see, they can practice, but they still need to hear the Dharma. You see, that's the thing. They still need to hear the Dharma in order for them to, to uh, see nirvana. So this is the realm, this is the best place for us to recognize what nirvana means. Okay? Because this is the realm that everything is happening. Right? It's It's, uh, it's a soup. It's a mix of all kinds of stuff. So, one other thing that I like to point out is that you know for, uh, for there the, were the, the, the comparisons. So this is back to uh, daily activities that uh, we are facing every day uh, when we have issue in uh, in uh, in our life. When we have issue when we have in in our mind we have tension in our mind okay uh, which is pretty much uh, what people are experiencing when we have problem in our mind whatever it whatever the problem is the issue is so there there, there were comparison that regarding the Buddha as far as um the Buddha concern. They compare the Buddha to um, the lotus leaf. Um, that's one of the uh, teaching. I don't know if you know uh, the lotus leaf. Lotus leaf. If you if you drop water onto lotus leaf, okay. You will see the 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 water will form like a like a pearl, you know, like a round ball, of water that you know, roll around on the lotus leaf, big or small, it doesn't matter. It roll if you if you hold it there, but once you tip it over, the water ball roll off the lotus leaf, and the lotus leaf remains dry. It doesn't get wet. Okay. It doesn't get wet, just like um, other uh, leaves or anything like that. For the lotus leaf, it doesn't get wet. You put water on, the waters you know stay on there, and it forms some. Uh, it, it it. It takes up some kind of form most of the time. Um, it takes up a form of a like a pearl rolling around, right? rolling back and forth on the lotus leaf. So if you tip it over, the water will roll off and the lotus leaf remains dry. It doesn't get wet. Okay? So this is the one of the comparisons that people compare the Buddha to the lotus leaf. Nothing sticks, in other words on the Buddha or any enlightened uh, people fully enlightened people like the Buddha. Okay? What does that mean? That means the mind of the Buddha when, when the mind is liberated, when the mind becomes pure and become selfless like the Buddha Okay, there's no more defilement, there's no more clinging or attachment, nothing sticks anymore, okay, nothing sticks anymore, everything will just roll off, the mind of the Buddha do not get affected. By things that is being thrown at. Okay? Just like the lotus leaf, you can throw the water on it and it'll just roll off. It does not affect the lotus leaf. Okay? The lotus leaf doesn't get wet. The same thing as the mind of the Buddha. You can curse at the Buddha, you can call Buddha's whatever's name or you can do things or whatever. The the Buddha's mind remains pure. Okay? It remains uh what you call undisturbed, remains unaffected. It becomes whole, the Buddha's mind is whole and no more biased thinking, does not generate any more negative or even positive reaction the buddha mind a buddha's mind remains clean clean whole and pure okay remember when, when if a mind creates even wholesome let's say love when there is love you have to understand when there is love, there is hate. Okay, that's the duality of the world, of uh, of the of nature. So, Buddhist mind does not have love, therefore, there's no does not have hate. So, and there is no love, but there is purity you see you, um, there is purity there is calm and it's whole and it does not get affected it also has compassion compassion is not love make sure you understand this okay compassion is not love okay um compassion is special in a way that it has this empathy without attachment, without any uh, desire. Okay? When the Buddha sees you do something, let's say, if the Buddha sees you do something wrong, well, the Buddha do have compassion uh, toward uh, ignorance. And if the Buddha can uh, have the opportunity to point us the right way, then the Buddha will do it. But if we, if for a lot of people who uh, have a lot of ignorance in them on their mind, and they don't understand, they, they don't want to take up the lesson, or they don't want to hear the Buddha's word. And even during Buddha's time, the Buddha would just continue on his own way. He would not waste his time on people who do not want to listen. Okay? Because there are people who are, who want to hear the Dharma. That's, those are the people that the Buddha would go to. Okay, as long as they want to hear what he has to offer, then yes, the Buddha will go too. But if people don't want to hear, the Buddhas do not have, a, have any hate toward the person. Okay, I mean the Buddha did have empathy, did still have compassion for the person, but has no hate. And even though people hate him, People curse at him, everything just roll off just like the water from the water from the from the lotus leaf, from the lotus pad. It does not stick on the Buddha. Because the Buddha understand it well that a lot of stickiness stuff is that people throw at each other is out of ignorance. Okay. Um, without uh, when when ignorance is clear, people would not do unwholesome things. When people understand the truth, people would not do unwholesome things. People do unwholesome things. It's because of ignorance. And ignorance is is some. Is, is very difficult to crack for a lot of people. Even um the Buddha's um father-in-law. Okay, after reaching enlightenment, the Buddha tried to uh, help out a lot of people, including his father-in-law, but his father-in-law did not want to hear anything from the Buddha. When, when, he, when the Buddha went to see him at the castle, they closed the door on him. Did the Buddha get upset? No. The Buddha just understood that that ignorance prevents his father-in-law from seeing the truth okay and he just moved on to the next person who he see that he can help so the teaching is that okay it so it is up to us it is up to us when we take refuge in the triple gems we take refuge in the teaching. Okay, we do the studying, and once we get that, we once we understand, we say, "Okay, thank you, I got it, I got it." You know, before you understand, you say, "What the heck is it? we? You know, we scratch our head. We have issue in life and all that, so we're trying to figure out, we figure a way out." You know, uh, life is so hard that, you know, we have this issue, uh, all kinds of uh, stress and everything else in between. You know, it's, oh, it's things like that. But once we, we understand it because of the teaching, we say, oh, what a relief, right? Okay, whew, okay, got it. See? And then what do you do? Oh, man. Oh, thank you, Buddha. Thank you for showing me that. You know, if it wasn't for your your teaching, I would have been blind for the rest of my life. Dang. Wow. Cool, man. Right? You can say whatever. You can call the Buddha whatever you want. Out of your respect, you're going to say, Thank you, Buddha. You know? you know thank you for for showing me that okay so that's you know because of that when when you when you get to see what his what he talks about which is very profound okay then you say thank you you know thank you master you know so that's why we pay respect to the buddha and we pay respect to what he discovered, and we pay respect to the the Sangha, the monk, who keep his uh teaching alive okay he who who keep his teaching and maintain his teaching okay so yep, that's what I like to share with you all today, taking. Refuge versus paying respect. Whichever way you want to do you want to say doesn't matter as long as you understand what it is that you are doing. Okay? If if you just taking refuge blindly without understanding the teaching without then you will you never can never benefit from the teaching you are just living outside the door it's like it's like you you know that a five star restaurant have great food but all you can see is the menu you know you can ne- you you can never taste the food That's what it's all about. So, yes, you know, get to know, get to understand the teaching and you will be free. Until next time, Namaste.